Back then I was down on my luck. These days things are looking up. So far from all the things I used to be. I used to be. Back then I was down on my luck. These days things are looking up. So far from all the things I used to be. I used to be. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Happily Ever Henley. We have made it to season two, episode ten. Better known as the season finale. Yes, so we made it with one two minor bumps, but I'm so excited to finally be finishing up the birth story of our son Christopher, who's currently swinging in his swing. So he might make an appearance here or there. Not appearance. What's it called on this audio? Appearance. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I don't know. What is the the audio sound for appearance? Um, is audio a word? Um. So yeah. Uh. You ready? Well, how have you been? Let's check in with one of Well, by the way, I'm Wiley. I don't think I ever said my name. Who are you? I don't know if I said my name either, but I'm Ebony. But you know, when when you at the end of things, just, we're going to do this kind of like when black people finna lead a function. <laughs> right. Um, all right. I, I've been chilling, you know, still quarantining, corona. Mm-hmm. What, what do you say? I don't know. You just stay safe. Tired of us yet? <laughs> no. Um, so, as far as it goes with me, I am feeling a lot better. Last time... I was just kind of getting over my upper respiratory infection. Um, still got a little lingering cough, but you know, a lot better than the sweating and the coughing 24-7, like all of that craziness and sore throat and fever and all that other stuff. So I praise God for healing because that was the worst. And taking care of a baby when you're not feeling well is just not an easy job. But that's why I'm grateful that I have husband helped me out so thank you you're welcome speaking of wonderful husbands you know in china they said um during their lockdown their divorces spiked you think we'll see something similar to that in america uh, i believe so because a lot of people um get married and that day-to-day life of being able to separate from one another it kind of helps them stay together but now you're forced to be with your spouse a lot more than normal because even you know a regular i'm gonna just go to my friend's house and have some time away from my spouse that's not necessarily going on either so i mean it kind of is you know y'all gotta stay home like y'all supposed to too yeah but more people are, especially people with children. I, in my circle, I see nobody really going to anybody else's house um, if they have children, just because they don't want their kids to get sick. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that being with your spouse for a prolonged period of time, what is this, we on week four or five of this going on? I lost count weeks ago. So, yeah, it's been, if not a month already, going on a month, and people are being, in, you know, in the same workspace, I have realized that um, a lot of people are realizing 
what they what their spouse actually does for a living they're seeing it being done in front of them and so now they're coming to the realization of oh well that's why my spouse doesn't text me back immediately um, because their work life is a lot different than they imagined it in their head but since everybody's working from home for the most part if they can then those spouses are now seeing what it's like for their other spouse that makes sense you know and conversely you get to see like what your spouse would do just at home all the time like what are, what do they do to keep themselves busy occupy their mind well most people are working so it's just kind of like I wouldn't say most for the most part most people are working so it's not just I think that that number the people that were able to transition to home, I think is a lot less than the people that are just without work. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I'm just going based off of conversations I've had with my friends. That is Christopher, guys, if you can hear him. Trying to fight a nap at this time. So, yeah. Um, that had nothing to do with what we're talking about today. We just he's a, he's telling us about his experience of being home with both his parents. I guess. Um, so before we get too sidetracked, uh, we're gonna go ahead and move into the topic for today. So last week, well, was that last week? Yes, last podcast we left off talking about um, the birth of Christopher and all of that. And so part two is basically basically going to be the days following his birth um so where do you want to start um the birth i think we left off like i don't know i don't know exactly where we left off i know um we got to the what 959 and then you kind of spoke about your first experience holding him and we can we can pick it up from there so that first experience, what was, what was it like? Holding him? Yeah. I mean, I don't really recall because I was on a lot of different medications um, to help manage the pain from the C-section. Um, the epidural was still kind of um, like affecting my body and things like that. Um, but I just know that my mouth was super dry. That's all I can really remember. Um, I guess one of my first thoughts when I saw him was like, oh my gosh, he's super, super light. <laughs> and his face was just super round. Um, and then he just kind of looked like a tell heavy. So I was just thrown off by his appearance at first. Um, he also had like a little cut or bruise on his eye. And so I was just like, what happened to my baby's face? And I was like a little mad because I was like, who did this? Like, what happened to him? Um, but, you know, you told me he was fine and that kind of just happened, you know, while they were trying to get him out and stuff like that. But it was nothing to be upset or alarmed about. And then he was just swollen and, you know, it'll go down. So those were like my first thoughts that I can kind of recall now. Um, I don't know if those are just my true and only thoughts, but those are what I can actually remember as far as like seeing him for the first time. Um... He was just looking at me. He was very alert. Um, and then his swelling went down. And then 
I was just like, who does he look like? So those are some of my first initial thoughts um, that I can remember. You know, he was definitely looking like his own person. <laughs> and what the doctors kind of told me was the swelling was a result of him being stuck where he was for so long and trying to get out. But he was like, he was he was in a tough spot and he couldn't make his way through. So he had just been getting pressed over and over again in one spot. So that's why his face was so swollen. But the first day, I, I really don't remember much about what was happening. Like, I really can't remember if, who came, who we talked to. Yeah. I, I remember your brother and your mom was there. Your mom was outside, and then your brother came because I told him to smuggle you in some, some contraband. Because they still wasn't trying to let you eat. Yeah, I forgot about that. Why weren't they letting me eat? After I had the baby, I was like, can I eat now? Because, hello, I haven't eaten since Monday. It is now Wednesday. <laughs> Y'all still won't. And I have a child now. <laughs> and I still haven't eaten. But how long were they trying to say I was still not going to be able to eat? They never said a time, but... I know he brought the food while we were in the, what do you call that that area? Uh, Let's just call it pre-baby. The pre-baby side and then before we moved to the post-baby side. Mm -hmm. So where they just kick you out like, get out. We don't care about you anymore. And they send you to the ghetto side of the maternity ward. Yeah, and uh, on our way over there. I took your contraband and I was going to heat it up. <laughs> and you did not call it contraband. It was contraband. <laughs> it was a firehouse sub. That was what I wanted. Not the way I was concealing it. <laughs> after the after delivery, I just wanted a firehouse sub. So I was going to heat it up in there, microwave area, and then, like, I got in the room. The, the lady was like, "Oh, you scared me." And I was like, I ain't mean to scare you. Just come and use the microwave. She was making some coffee. And then the alarms went off. And then all the doors closed in the hospital. And she started freaking out a little bit. And I proceeded to put my back against the door. Like, I'm not about to die in this little closet. <laughs> I don't know what they got going on out there, but I need you to be quiet. Because <laughs> she in there about to scream with her coffee. I'm like, ma'am. You got on the uniform. I think it's your duty to die if anybody got to die. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> the alarm was going off because somebody had gotten too close to the exit with the baby. All babies have Family. a monitor on their ankle. We don't know that while we're in this room and I don't got this illegal. I'm already doing wrong. <laughs> Somebody out there could be doing worse. <laughs> when all the doors close, the lights go off and stuff starts flashing. I'm not thinking about somebody just stepped a little too close. Well, no. that only happened where y'all was at. The lights, to my record, recollection, the lights and stuff never closed. I mean, never went off. Never. The doors never closed. Well, you was in a room. The doors already closed. You were somewhere, like in a hallway, where you can see doors closing and the lights start flashing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, no. 
Somebody stole the triplets. <laughs> but after after that calmed down, it was probably like two minutes or so that went by. We was in the closet like, so what do you do for fun? I was bringing you back your freshly heated illegal sub. Mm -hmm. Call it a Miami sub, if you will. Why? Because they had illegal sandwiches. Anyways, it was a firehouse sub. And uh, I got in the room, and she was still behind me because that was your nurse. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then Wiley's trying to play it off as if the sub was for him because she's the same nurse that just told me I can't eat. <laughs> and we didn't know. Wiley didn't know that that was going to be my nurse because I ain't know. you weren't in the room when she told me I couldn't eat. Nope. So that was hilarious. Um, Cause she was trying to like stick around a little bit to see if I was gonna eat it. And as soon as she walked out that door, I had feeding it to me so I could hurry up and eat. And gotta be sneaky with it. Why was? Why were you feeding it to me and I couldn't hold it myself? Because if she bust back in, it was in my hand. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we thought all of that out. Cause I'm like nothing was in my hand at the time. But yeah, that makes sense. We made that up to that. Just in case she came in. Can't get caught red-handed. <laughs> right. So, then I ate. And the sandwich was very, very good. Um, and then, what else happened? Oh, I think the next day is when we started to have, like, more visitors come. So, um, I think that's when my godmom and godsister came. Mm -hmm. Um who else came? My nephew came. Yes. Anybody else? I can't think of anybody else. I don't think so. So yeah, um, then we had a lot of you know FaceTime calls and stuff, and people wanted to see him virtually. So we did that. Um, I know that either the first day I had him or the next day, the lactation nurse came in there, and I was so sleepy. I had never been that sleepy in my life. I told the lady, I am so sorry, because I just fell asleep snoring while she was talking to me. And I was like, somebody get this baby, because I'm going to drop him, because I'm sleepy. Like, I have to go to sleep right now. And so she was like, it's okay, it's alright. This happens all the time. Moms are very tired. I think it was the first day. She was like, it's very exhausting. You know, you just gave birth, and so they were trying to just get him to eat for the first time after and i was like uh-uh can't do it <laughs> so is that when they gave him the bottle i don't think they gave him the bottle the first time they came mm -hmm. i think they did it the next time but yeah i could not i was like uh-uh this is not working i'm super exhausted we don't have to try this another time he gonna have to get a bottle because I can't. So. Because he wasn't feeling it. And he Any of it. He was like, just leave me alone. Right. So, yeah. Um, because the first day, they, they really weren't concerned about him eating. Uh, they were more so concerned about his temperature. What happened with that? It was low. Um, to what they said, it's low. They just wanted to get his temperature up. Is that why they wanted you to do skin to skin with They wanted you to do skin to skin with I was out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but they said he needs skin to skin, but they didn't specify. So, while you was taking a nap, I had him 
under my shirt. We was cocooned, chilling, watching Paternity Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably did about an hour, hour and a half, and we was just chilling. And you sleep, and his temperature was still low. And they was like, well, sorry, Dad. Actually, we know you're wonderful, but, uh, yeah, you can't do anything. He needs Mom's attention. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to take a nap. Here's your child. <laughs> So yeah, I remember doing some skin to skin with him, but I literally was so drowsy. It was just, it was, it's hard to recall a lot of what was going on. Especially because like the first four days mm-hmm. in the hospital, uh, it was the worst, I would say for me at least, because I was, after we got moved to the ghetto, I was in sleeping in a chair. Instead of the prison windowsill. <laughs> and not really sleeping because Jit was going crazy. Like, they have these small two-ounce bottles that your child can drink. And he would do all of that and drink point two. If that. Like, bro, you did all of this for... I could have just threw this at you. <laughs> So, what Wiley is referring to as the prison window seal is um, in the first room that we were in prior to delivery, um, there was like this window seal that had a like mat on it. Prison mat. So that the dads could sleep on. Uh, or, or the wives. You know how they. Childhood. Anyway. They progressive. The support person can sleep on. And and then there's also a chair, a chair. So when my mom spent the night one night with us, um, did she sleep in a chair? Mm-hmm. I know I woke up. Wind- yeah, y'all she switched. She that in the window. So <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> you got a backbone still. I woke up and Wiley and my mom had like switched out the chair and the windowsill, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, but then again, I was up every thirty minutes being tossed and turned at that point. But yeah. Um, when we moved to what we call the ghetto, which is the after delivery, non upgraded rooms. Yeah, you're sleeping on concrete. <laughs> you just had a I just had a chair. Um and then yeah. So I had the nicest nurse on Thursday night. I just remember that. She was um this dark skin, you know, real short cut, um was that hair blonde? I don't know what color. Her hair was. I, don't, I don't. Anyway, know. she was the best. She was the nicest nurse. I think she had a short blonde afro, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, she was the best. That could have changed by now. Yeah, it don't matter. So anyway, she was just the best nurse um, that I had the whole time. Like I wish she could have just stayed with me. Um, she was just very big on like encouraging me and telling me I can do things like walking for the first time. She was the first person to get me up and walk, and I was like, oh, no, ma'am. We are not doing this no more. And she really, like, pushed me and was making sure I had on, like, um, my binder, which is a little Velcro thing that go around your stomach to help try to, you know, keep everything in place for you Um, because all your insides just feel like they're rolling around anyway. Um, But to just keep pressure on your stomach and stuff. Um, Cause you know you've been cut open, you've been um, 
exposed to air so I had like terrible 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 gas I just kept like just having these really bad gas pains and stuff and so yeah um, they just kept trying to help me um, get it out like you know giving me uh, what was I drinking Pepsi I don't know. They just like let, kept giving me soda and stuff, so I could try to like get the gas out. Um, I thought you was just wanting Pepsi. Yeah, cause I needed to like burp and stuff, cause I had gas so bad. I mean, they gave you some gas medicine. That mess wasn't working. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. And so then um, it used to be where they wouldn't release you unless you had a bowel movement and you've peed before. Um, you know, you can be. Uh, discharge from the hospital but they said that wasn't the case anymore and as long as everything looked fine I was good to go because they were giving me stool softeners and stuff and I was like I am not doing this <laughs> like I just although I didn't have him vaginally he had been sitting in my pelvis for so long it was just hurting so bad like even what we're almost four months out now and I still can't like squat like I used to you know what I'm saying like workout not happening now I can I tried to run a couple weeks ago and I thought I was gonna end my life that was terrible it just hurt in my pelvis so bad to even try to run um but yeah so um shout out to that nurse I didn't get her name but I would love for her to still be working there when we have the next baby and I need her to be working her three days while I'm there they don't do that like that. Well, I need her to. The nurses, the nurses uh, shift. They uh, do every twelve. Oh, well, I need her to. <laughs> it's the doctors that's there three days. Don't care. She need to be there three uh, days. No. I don't know. Either way, she need to be there. Whoever. Um. So yes. Um. Any other things that stood out to you? Uh, I feel like if you're gonna be at the hospital, um. Something we didn't do was really use the nurses. Mm -hmm. That's something we could have did a little. As different. far as with the baby, yeah, yeah, we like immediately took on the parenting role. So, well, I'll say Wiley <laughs> because he immediately was changing diapers. He did everything that he like could do on his end. Um, when his first bath, when it came time for his first bath, they took him away and then they brought him back later to us. And I mean, because we didn't have nowhere to wash him. Right. But this boy had a part in his head. I was like, oh, no, they didn't try my baby like that. They put a part in his head, y'all. It was nasty. It really was. And they tried to slick it down. I'm like, like his name was Colton. I was like, this boy is not. <laughs> I was about to change his name. Because like, they, they saw Christopher and they, they thought it was a little safe. I was like, oh my goodness, they really tried it. But it was the funniest thing because we just like took pictures and sent it everybody like, look at what they did. But yeah. Um, oh, so his, he was born on Wednesday. Thursday, he had his circumcision. And y'all, I hadn't even seen him uncircumcised. And I was like, before they got ready to take him. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, and I wanted to hold him. I had to look and see. I was like, I need to know what's going on. I need to see the before before I see the after. So I had to take a peek and see what my baby had going on. And then when he came back, I was like, 
oh my gosh what did I just let them do to him and it was just like I could not it just made my heart stink every time we changed him and I saw like how swollen he was it was so sad it's that or you just have to take him to the doctor all the time because he got an infection <laughs> but I, I was just like wow like the major difference was just get like gangrene <laughs> on your groin <laughs> but the difference like before and after I was just like oh my goodness like it just was very shocking and I just kind of felt bad like I was like I know everybody not everybody goes through this but just about. most men go through it um, majority and so it's fine but at, I just I was like, I can't believe I just let them do that to him. I mean, he won't even know. I know. But it's still. something that you was like, it just happened to me. I didn't know. I know. I know he won't remember a lot of stuff, but that don't mean put him through unnecessary pain. Like, it, I wasn't, was, it wasn't not necessary. <laughs> well, yes, but still. Even when he goes to get his shots and stuff, I'm like, oh, my baby. Now that's unnecessary. <laughs> so, yes. Um, that happened on Thursday. Um, and then Friday, we was ready to break up out of there. Like, we was escaping prison because I was just like, I'm tired of my husband not being able to get good rest. Um, you know, I'm ready to At get least when I get to doze off, at least it's not a, whatever that, whatever you want to call that chair, like whatever material that was, it was like a car seat. But not like the good car seats, like the old '73 car seats. It's just hard, like that's been sitting in the sun. It make a scratching sound when you rub your hand across it. It was just not good at all. It's like you could throw a sheet on it, but you could still feel it. It's terrible. Um. So yes, I was ready for my husband to be able to get some good rest and I was ready to get out of that hospital bed. It was just making my butt hurt, my back hurt. I was just like, I'm over this. The hospital bed felt like a dream compared to everything else. Did we switch? Was that when we switched? And I started sleeping in the chair or was that when I had to come back to the hospital and I slept in the chair? Um, I think that was before we left. I was sleeping in the chair at some point. Because they was looking you, at you like, like... You sat in there. Uh, yeah, you did. I think so. It was easier for me to get out yeah, of the Yeah, because you was like, it's hurting. So you sat there, yeah. So I slept in the chair some and let Wiley get in the bed um, just because I could not take the bed anymore. And it was easier for me to stand from the sitting position than to try to get up out of the bed. So I know they were looking at him kind of sideways at first, like, oh, they, he just got his wife sleeping in this chair. But I had to keep telling the nurses, like, mm -hmm. I don't yeah, really but guess what? It. If they're not going to say nothing, and they're not going to bump about it. <laughs> so I just had to keep telling them, like, no, I don't want to get in the bed. I don't want to get in the bed. Um, I know they were, like, possibly concerned about, like, blood clots or whatever. But I just could not take it in that bed. Not any, like, one second longer. Um, so then, yeah. Then we learned how to finesse with the meals and order more than one thing. That ain't work with everybody though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would just order as much as they would let me so that me and Wiley could eat. Because it was just like, my husband's here. He's not going to leave us continuously like 
you know, keep going out multiple times a day just to go get food when I'm getting meals and I can order more than one thing. So that we did. Um, and the shiesty people who brought my food the one time I ordered, y'all still on my list. I had to go out. We ordered some food for me and it was on like Uber Eats or something like that. And I told the people, come to this door, call me, I'll come down immediately. They pulled up, never said anything. The only reason I knew they was there, because I looked at the app. So they were, they turned their phone on airplane mode, must be because it was like, not accepting texts, not accepting calls. And I'm like, oh, I know what they trying to do. They trying to eat this. <laughs> they think they sleep. So I had to, I had to like find them using the, just a map in the parking lot just to see. I, I walked up to them in the parking lot and scared the mess out of them. He was like, oh, we thought you wasn't here. How you thought I wasn't here? <laughs> this is the hospital. Right. My son up there, my wife up there, you out here playing. <laughs> Shit, Jack, get my drink. <laughs> it's like they was sitting in the parking lot smoking and playing. It's like you was not even making an attempt to deliver this food. All right. The <laughs> they was just like, all right, we better eat good. Because I know from working those apps, like, you got to wait a certain amount of time mm-hmm. before you can say, oh, can't find them. Mm-hmm. That's what they was doing. Mm-hmm. Give me, you're not finna eat this tunis. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else stuck out to you those couple uh, of days after? The hospital needs to change their process on getting people out. Because y'all be tripping. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get another wheelchair if it's, oh, you got to roll them out. Mm-hmm. You got people ready to go. They ain't trying to be in the hospital. Y'all charge them for everything. Mm-hmm. By the hour. Get them out. Why you can't roll three three women out? So, the leaving process was like we were trying to hurry up because so we had initially told them that we would stay through Saturday but when we woke up Friday I was like this is it I can't do it I'm good I'm fine enough to go home it's whatever and once we agreed on that I was like hey where my doctor at I need to let them know I'm ready to go home I don't want to stay tonight again I'm not doing it gotta go home gotta get comfortable I'm good so um the doctor came and was like are you sure yes I'm very sure then she was like okay i'll work on your discharge paperwork then i started being annoying i was like um where's the discharge paperwork has it already been submitted what's going on how long we gotta wait from here what's the process can i put my clothes back on what's going on like i just kept asking questions meanwhile christopher is dressed and ready to go (laughs) so um i'm like yeah i'm leaving today i don't want to stay and so they were like oh you know um, you got a person ahead of you or whatever and I'm like okay so I and they just so happen to have twins right so they had twins and I'm just like oh my goodness but because she had twins they had so much stuff for her husband to take and they were like okay we're gonna go ahead and take you first because they're not done um, so I actually got wheeled onto the elevator by the nurse with that woman's partner I don't know if they're married or not but whatever but he was like oh my goodness you know i got twins we got all this stuff it's taking a while i gotta take multiple trips to the car blah 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 and i was like mm. 
sex to be all because I'm, go to- <laughs> I'm trying to go to the car right now. My baby in my lap in this uh, in this car seat, and it was like a cool day outside. So it's like he's all covered up and stuff. He had on his nice little appropriate outfit for the weather. I was like, oh look at this. He's wearing his long sleeves and whatnot, and it's a nice little cold day but it wasn't too cold and stuff and so um then you can't fit that no more yeah he can't i seen a little vest earlier and i was like oh he wore this home he might be able to fit the vest yeah but Open. not zip it yeah <laughs> um so yeah um then driving home oh my gosh she was in the car tripping she's like oh my god why are the lanes so uneven I felt every bump in the road. She was screaming when I would roll over the paint in the road. It was just like every, I don't know, just every little bump, shake, pebble in the road, like everything was just hurting, you know, my incision. And I was just like, And mind you, we was coming from Riverside. So... Anyways, whatever that's got to do with anything. <laughs> if if you listening to this and you from Jacksonville and you drive, you know what the roads would be like in Riverside. So I'm just like, I felt like they probably should have gave me some morphine before I got in the car. Um, but then they wouldn't have let you go. But finally, I could have got you some morphine. We make it home, and then we get in the car, get everything in the house. And then it just was like, it still didn't feel real to me. It was just like, okay, there's another person here. But it just never occurred to me, like, do you remember the first night? Mm-mm. <laughs> it's a blur. <laughs> because it was like, what? when was his actual due date? His due date was the day we left the hospital. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it's like we, it's not like we weren't prepared mm-hmm. but oh there were things that we wanted to do around the yeah house. it was we yes, were still because we left for the appointment and never came back yes you're right like man. we were actively doing stuff it's like we were ready crib set up all like the major stuff it was just other little small just stuff you want to do around the house we were still working on like we had some clothes that needed to be folded because we just did laundry and then we rushed out to go to the doctor a short notice like it was just it just felt like oh shoot you he didn't even get like the fake us <laughs> he just came home like this how y'all giving it up <laughs> right at least the clothes was clean they weren't just laying around dirty yeah, yeah. they just didn't get put away couple cups in the sink <laughs> but yeah um so then you know, we had our first couple nights, and then, uh, did we talk about it in the podcast before? When Chris had to go to the hospital? Um, I believe we did cover it, but I, we might have. Long story short, Christopher had to go to the hospital, and then uh, a couple days after that, then I was laying in the bed, and I just felt like my body was shutting down. I had never felt that type of like sensation before kind of just like limp couldn't really move and I was just like something's not right and so had Wiley take my temperature my temperature was like what 102 yeah something like that and 
immediately I was just like, oh no. And I was like, I almost feel like we should call 911 for me, but I don't want that bill. And I think we can make it to the hospital if we just go now. So Wiley immediately got Christopher ready. Um, but it was like, oh, did, did you go to the hospital first? No, he went to the hospital first. You sure? Mm-hmm. He went one week after. You sure you didn't go like two days after? Then we came home and then he went? I think you went to the hospital first. Did I? Yeah, because I remember it because it was like, uh, we got to pack a bag. Because I was telling you, I was like, if you don't think you ain't going to make it, call the ambulance. Because that's going to give me at least time to get his bag together. Yeah, I I think we came home on that Friday, and you went in on like a Sunday, Sunday early, early, early. Yeah, and then he ended up going on like Wednesday because he was born on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. He was a week. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, and my brain was the other way around. That's how I saved it to my hard drive. (laughs) (laughs) Reboot. So yeah, you went. Cause he he went to the to the hospital at one week, mm. and that's why I was like, "What the heck is going on?" Yeah. So now that we done got it all together, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I went to the hospital, and they were like, basically, because of the infection that I had that we mentioned in the last podcast, um, it hadn't cleared up, so they needed to give me antibiotic and whatnot. They said that I declined to have a dose of my antibiotic when I was initially in the hospital, which is why the infection didn't get cleared up. That was a lie. I mean, I think what happened was <laughs> you declined the gas medicine. I declined because, the, no, the stool, stool softener because I was not trying to do that. And I think <laughs> it just canceled everything. They didn't have to cancel everything. Whoever the nurse was at well, that point. Well, this human error. Yeah. So, back in the hospital. Whoever the human error was, they need to come pay up. Caitlin. <laughs> Who is Caitlin? The sister of Carol Baskin. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's what happened. Um, anything else about this wonderful birthday occasion? I mean, now we have an almost four-month-old. Yes. You know, you see doing this thing. Um, I will say that I am like happy to know that those first couple of weeks, yes, they were very hard. And I told you guys about the swelling and whatnot that had occurred. Um, watch my four month, not four month, three one, month, yeah, three month update video on YouTube coming out soon. Um, but yeah, what soon? This weekend. So it would already be out. You not putting this up now? I can't. Yeah, it'll be up this Whenever week. Whenever y'all see this, just check. If it's out, we're going to drop the link. <laughs> if it's not out, the link going to be there. Either way. Um, We really are acting like when black people about to leave the function. This is so unorganized. <laughs> it's, it's the finale. Everything is supposed to be crazy. And then we're going to leave you with a guess who's next. Um. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, check out my three-month update. But I really 
am happy that like to find out by the time he made it to two months old I was back to my normal self you know like it didn't last as long as I as I, ooh, excuse me as I anticipated um I don't know why at this point I thought that it just wasn't gonna be months were long what do you mean <laughs> because you said it didn't last that long it was the same amount of time. No, I'm just saying, like, I had no no way of knowing, like, this was our first time going through this, so I didn't know. Well, you obviously don't take heed to all the people, like, yeah, you better soak it in. They grow up so fast. You're missing my point. <laughs> I get growing up fast. What I was saying was, when was I going to feel normal? My insides, for the longest, you know what I'm saying, were, like, rolling around inside my body. Man, I, I, know, I know a lot of people that were pregnant by the time you say you were feeling normal again. I know, but I that couldn't because I didn't like the way that, like, I just didn't like it. Like, literally, my insides to feel well, like they you were also just, wasn't taking the dope that they gave you because to feel would, happy because it would put me to sleep. And how can I parent a child while I'm asleep? Take an upper with it, anyways. <laughs> so now line. that I'm. <laughs> Now that I'm out of it, as far as like, you know, the recovery part of it, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought for months on end I was going to, because people say, you know, you were pregnant for nine months, ten months, you need to give yourself that much time for your body to kind of bounce back, which, yeah, my body is still bouncing back, um, but for the most part, I can move, I can, you know, do what I need to do. I'm able to help around the house now. I'm able to, you know, play with him, laugh with him, and not be like, I need him off of me. Because that's how I was when I first got home. I was like, I get skin to skin. But his six pounds laying on my stomach that got this cut, I'm not with it right now. I need you to get him. You know, I would let him lay on me until he fell asleep. But immediately, when he was asleep I was like hey come get him please because I couldn't even lift him up and get up myself now if he land on me and he probably nearing 20 pounds now <laughs> um I can get up fine by myself so I don't I mean it was a emergency c-section and it was like a you know very quick um change in the situation it went from we're gonna try to get this baby out of you vaginally to now we're brushing you away to have a c-section but i wouldn't say that i would let this stop me from having future children now i'm not saying i'm gonna have a whole bunch of other kids but knowing that you know the recovery is a good month and a half two months if i had to have another child via c-section i would be okay i'm not saying that's what i want but if it had to happen Cause I love my little kid. Do you? Yes. What you like about him? What do I like about him? I like that he's a happy baby. He's always smiling. He wakes up smiling, even with crust around his mouth. He be smiling because he be. The only reason he got crust around his mouth because he spits so much right now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my mom said that old people call that spitting out teeth. And that's when babies start drooling extremely, like, in extreme amounts before they start to tee. So what about adults that drool? Then they got a problem. 
Don't look at me. I'm just saying, you and this old people saying. I'm just telling you. They're, they're just, the salivatory glands are growing. He's creating more saliva than he can swallow. He isn't spitting out teeth. But that is naturally the next step. They don't correlate old people <laughs> spitting out teeth. Just like people say, babies be moving out the way. Getting ready for the next one. They come on through. Moving out the way of what? They be trying to do stuff early do so that the early. parents can have another baby. Anything early. Walk, talk, do whatever. So what that mean if your child is uh, delayed? Then they not moving out the way. <laughs> Some of y'all need to move. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. Um, I like that he's a very happy baby. He's always smiling. And even when you want to get frustrated like at times when he know he need to go to sleep like his bedtime it's like he'll make it you know i don't know he'll like ease the tension in a sense because he'll just start smiling and laughing at you because <laughs> right, that's all he really be wanting to do he was like hey uh i know you're trying to put me to sleep if you lay me down i'm gonna cry but if you pick me up i'm gonna bust out laughing right <laughs> and like audibly laughing and that's so funny to me even in the middle of the night like when he's going through his growth spurts he'll wake up you know once in the middle of the night to eat and and he's just like laughing smiling trying to start a conversation and it's like sir it's four o'clock in the morning i need you to go to sleep (laughs) and he will he doesn't try to fight it Sometimes he doesn't try to fight it too long and he'll just go back to sleep. But sometimes that boy, so we have to leave he, him up by himself. He has something on his heart, he's trying to tell you. And we just let him talk to the Lord until he falls asleep because he'll try to out talk the white noise music and it's just like, sir, go to sleep. <laughs> this is put on to make you quiet. Right, and, louder. And he's like, "Oh, so y'all just gonna turn some music on while I'm trying to while I'm trying to talk to y'all." All right, cool. I'm gonna get loud. Um, but yeah, when we leave him awake and we go to sleep, while he's talking, he's in his swaddle, and he can't go nowhere or do nothing crazy. So he's safe. <laughs> oh, one other thing, still kind of has to do with it. Do you remember? This might not be as definitive for you, but I can't. Okay, I'll ask you the question. Sorry. Do you remember the first night that you slept like you did pre baby? The first night I slept pre baby? No. Do you remember the first time that you slept post baby as if it were pre baby? Uh, Probably the first night uh, when your mom had stayed over. Mm -hmm. It's like. Four days after we came home, again, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, uh, I had sleep since November. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Y'all can figure this out. I'm gonna go to bed. I'll be straight for the next month. But tonight, I'm out of there." Mm-hmm. Now I woke up in the morning. I was like, "How was it?" <laughs> <laughs> because he, I don't think we really touched on it. Like. His nighttime, when he came, when he was born, not when he came home, because even in the hospital, his nighttime was trash. She'd sleep all day and be up all night. Mm-hmm. 
he wasn't laughing like he was laughing then. Right, because he was just looking like, who are y'all? Not here to see you and smile. <laughs> but back then, he would give you the most alien look and cry. And sometimes scream. Because it's like, I'm a person. I don't know what to do now. Ah! <laughs> and it was just all night. All night. But I will say that even in the time when he was first trying to figure us out, figure out his body and all of that, you know, being hungry and stuff, it was um, it was rewarding to wake up and be with him in the middle of the night. I found a lot of, like, peace in just being, like, that one-on-one time with me and him once I started being able to get up by myself with him. Um, and it was just like, you know, I'm your mom. You can count on me to get up and get things for you and feed you, change your diaper. And yes, I would say I was tired, but I really did enjoy that time with him just one-on-one. Like, I don't know. I just found a lot of peace in it. And it was like, some nights I would actually look forward to it just depending on the type of day that I had because it's just like you would be sleeping. It would just literally be me and Christopher. And so I would just be like, you know, find comfort in us having that time together and you know, everything being dark and quiet and, you know, um, just feeding him and listening to him suck on the bottle was like, I don't know, it just like relaxed me because I was like, I'm feeding my child, you know. I never really put too much pressure on myself to breastfeed him. Um, like, maybe at first, just because he had the bottle in the hospital and I wanted to be able to nurse him when I could. But then after a while, I was like, not even a while. One day, I think I kind of was in like boot camp and you and my mom was trying to help. And I was like, don't give him a pacifier. Don't give him a bottle. But after that, I was just like, it's fine. <laughs> he can have a bottle. He can have a pacifier. Because I just, I, I don't think I'm going to be that person that's going to be able to just. Ask. And also, it's like, it will be on you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't think I'm just going to be that person that's going to be able to just handle this on my own um, because I do know that I need rest at any time. And if I'm the only one, if I nurse him and I, that's it. Every night? Every time. I'm sleeping good. Every time he's hungry, I have to stop what I'm doing and, you know, I'm the one to feed him. Or if we're out in public, um, it's just, I feel like it's a lot to try to nurse in public, like... I'm not one of those person, one of those people that are like, oh, put your, you know, cover yourself. But I would be that type of person that would want to cover myself just because I'm a married woman. And I just feel like it's my body. And, you know, I, I feel like only my husband should see that or a doctor. <laughs> um, Eve was naked. My son, because that's how he's eating. But once he stops eating, then he won't see anymore. Um so I would be one of those people that would want to cover up and I just feel like I get it was you know a point where I was getting hot because my hormones were just still all over the place and it was just like I get hot so easy to be trying to cover up with a blanket and make sure he all right and can he breathe and this and that so it never got to that point where we had to figure it out and I was just like yeah I'm good I'll allow my husband and my mom or whoever would like to come and help like you know people wanted to bring us meals or whatever they wanted to hold him and he got hungry they can feed him, you know. Here's the bottle. 
feed them. Thanks. <laughs> you know, keep it moving. So, yeah. But, ooh, that's our alarm for church. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So, oh, to answer the question for me, yes, I recall the night when I first slept like I didn't have a child. And it was great. It was the night... Um, it was a night once he started sleeping it was the second time I believe that he started sleeping through the night and so the first time he did it I was kind of like still waking up because I was like wait a minute he's supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. and then he didn't do it and I was like he's knocked out and so then the second night when he did it I was like I'm taking advantage and I slept great my body felt good I felt good the baby was good, you know, you were sleeping good, and everybody was good. So I was super excited. And now we're back on that. Now that he's gone through his little growth skirt again, and I'm happy. <coughs> Anything you would like to say, Christopher? He's yawning, because he has nothing to say. <laughs> Anything else you have to say? <laughs> no, no. So, uh,. We don't have a problem or solution, or maybe we do. We were the problem because why they bought me that sandwich illegally. First off, that was the solution. He was hungry. <laughs> and what is what about this is why I love you? I love you because you gave me my first son. All right, no, this is the season finale. Come on. I love you because you're the mother to my children. You're annoying. <laughs> That's all you're going to say for real? It's just easy finale. Alright, anyways. So, I love you because you're the father to my son. <laughs> and that's how he giving it up. Since you're going to be shallow, I ain't going to put too much thought into this. This whole thing is shallow. You're shallow. Okay. You got to get out how you live. Shut up. Since we're so shallow, where can they find us? Not in the depths. I'm just kidding. You're not shallow for real. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Wiley Tyrell and Amazing Ebbs. On Instagram, our family page is Happily Ever Henley. And you can find my YouTube three-month update at Amazing Ebbs on YouTube. And if you don't feel like typing, I'm going to leave a link so you can just click it. Yes, so we will be back with season three. Uh, stay tuned. We'll probably just drop an episode letting you know when we'll start because we never really organized the break. So, so we're about to leave, but we don't know when we're coming back. But we will be back, so just wait on that. But until then, you can keep up with us on Amazing Ed's YouTube page. And that's where... We'll be hanging out at some vlogs while we quarantine and fight not getting corona. And it's not really a fight. Mm. Just don't get it. Yeah. And if you get it, just get it. Just do like you do every other sickness. So, we're praying that you all stay safe, stay blessed. We love you guys. See you next season.